are recording a quick emergency M&Ms. <laughs> Hello. Hello. I forgot. That's recording. So. <laughs> I, just, I just swallowed. <laughs> Introduction music's finished. Now that's the music that you'd play if Daniel Lloyd fucking just kicked one more point. <sighs> Look, Sparrow, the bastard, he picked this as a danger game. I mean, sorry, before I get into the woe was me, woe was us, and maybe it would be better if we'd lost by 100 points, then we'd never be in it, as one of the guys I was watching with me yesterday said. Hello, world. Um, this is Never Surrender by the Squinners, and we're here with our one of the one-on-ones who I, and this one-on-one I'm going to call Making Babies with Bubs. Uh, <laughs> on, the other, on the other side, <laughs> it's a Monday night. It's Bubs. Hey, man, how are you feeling after that? I'm great. <laughs> we didn't lose. Oh, I'm great, man. Well... We uh, we may as well have. I mean, it's going to be very hard for us to make finals. It's not impossible. I just but... did the ladder predictor, and we come sixth and win the grand final. So I mean, I don't know what <laughs> what future you're predicting. Do you have us beating uh, the demons and the swans? Have us beating the swans, not the demons. Mm. We we also, do actually have a pretty good run home. Also, yeah, we do, and we as all mm. the interesting a eight point the well, it's not an eight point game; it's a six point game now. The proverbial six-point game will be against the Tigers um, at the at the Beanstalk in I think July. That will yeah. be interesting. But um, look, it it's late Monday night. We're here to talk football. You've got a scotch. I do. Cheers. What flavour? I think it's Johnny Walker Gold, Gold Label, or something like that. This is How a fireball. You, it's Canadian whiskey oh, flavoured yeah, with got... cinnamon. Mm, I do have a bottle of that. How's it go down? I describe it as a dessert scotch. I think you'd put it on your ice cream. It's probably the best way of drinking this stuff. Anyway, well done the Canadians for thinking of that. Um, yeah, look, never surrender by the squitters. Make a baby with bubs. We've got 40, 45 minutes to, I'm going to answer, I'm going to ask lots of questions. Bubs is going to talk to me and he's going to answer those questions for me and he's going to make us feel better. We played against North Melbourne last night. Yeah, yesterday. I hope so. Um, it was three quarters of fucking very annoying. I walked away from the television. Luckily, I was watching it with another bloke who is very stressy but actually watches the football and forced me to watch it. And then I came back in the last quarter and I watched that as well. I yelled at the, the television a lot. It didn't help. And 
a game that Sparrow picked as a danger game against the worst team in the competition who'd only beaten one team, and that team was the second worst team in the competition, which was Hawthorne had us on toast for a long time, and we dragged ourselves back into it and got a draw in Hobart. Bubs, over to you. What? Yeah, I don't know how to... I don't know how to feel about it because we um, we kind of got out of jail in some ways because we we did at least manage to play football for thirty minutes and manage a draw, which was that was um, it's <laughs> in some ways quite an impressive feat. Is what it could have been? <laughs> but um, but for not turning up over three quarters is just fucking diabolical in a must-win game, really. Against um, the worst team in the competition. Yeah, there weren't many positives. I mean, Haynes in the back line was certainly a positive. I think he's been a bit out of touch for the last last few months. Um, and I thought he was excellent. I thought Josh Kelly was excellent. We'll come on to Josh 39 Kelly. Possessions. We'll come on yeah, to Josh Kelly. You're gonna have to ask a couple of answer we a couple will. of questions I have about Josh Kelly. Um so we so so that they were really the only positives, but we just didn't play well for three quarters. I I was actually listening to it while I was cleaning the car <laughs> on, uh, on ABC News, <laughs> on ABC Radio. Right. <laughs> and and, and what I noticed was, yeah, what You're I noticed was furiously? We, just, <laughs> we just couldn't win it out of the guts. Yep. And, and, and our back line kind of went to water in some ways. Like, Connor Iden made a mistake. Um, yeah, and we just couldn't. We kind of fell back into our really bad habits, and our, I think our worst, one of our worst habits, other than kind of obviously periodically not bringing intensity, is is just bringing it out of the back line. We we fell back into just the slow ball Every movement, other which we actually yeah. seems to be able to get the ball out from a kick in and kick it like a hundred meters up the thing, and we chip it around. Can't. We just we no, no. when it looks from our perspective, we're staring at a full screen and no one's making leads. Where the other teams, they run sixty meters, kick it hundred meters, bomb. No, like, no. Oh, geez, it looks easy for everyone <laughs> else. The most frustrating thing for this year is like we started that way and it was fucking terrible, and then we brought we, we like Lockie Whitfield came back and we're like, oh, we're back, you know, Ash and all the, you know, Ash and yeah, no, we you know we we we've cleaned ourselves out, and then straight away we end up going back to the bullshit. Chip it around, cannot exit the back line. So, yeah, I mean, it, 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 we essentially lost it in the guts and also just our half back line running it out. That was kind of... And then and then I don't know what, what happens after you're 28 points down and then you just come out and turn it on in the last quarter. Like... Throw Toby into the middle. Toby in the guts, yeah. Toby yeah. in the guts. And then you got no one to kick it to, unfortunately, but... Yeah, what's what's the deal with Harry Himmelberg this year? So someone asked the bloke I was sitting next to. I'm going to give him a shout out, Marty. He's a, he's um he's a very good Giants man. He followed Parramatta for ages, and he just chucked in league, got on the Giants bandwagon. He's excellent value. Very very stressful. Hates every moment of football worse than I do. But um he asked me that question as well, and I came up with a theory. Is that Harry's an mm. excellent number two? Hmm. He's a good number. He's a really, two. really good number two. And you can't like, like, you know, um, old mate, redhead who plays for Collingwood, uh, Geelong. 
uh, Gary Rowan. Gary Rowan, yeah. He's an outstanding number three, right? He's... Did we have a number one there yesterday, though? No. It was Himmelberg. It had yeah. to be Harry. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. He's, not a, yeah. he's not a number one. He doesn't have the tools, and that's, like, that's not a – you know, that's kind of part and parcel. You can be a really, really good mobile – Throw yourself into pack. Sometimes take a mark, and if some, if you're, if you're, if their number one fullback is taking another guy, you're good enough to do some real damage. But the urine Quinty Squinter was just fucking nowhere. There was someone who really hooked into him on the thread. Um, they got into Finlayson for not leading, doing one lead, not doubling back, not leading again, and getting grumpy with people up the field for not kicking it to him. And then when he did kick, he missed. Um, I, I reckon Harry Hillberg's excellent as a number two. I love him, yeah. but he's not a number one. Yeah. Like he doesn't do so the lead outs so, much. So should it should should we always be playing Riccardi as well in there as you know in games? No, no, no. We should be playing no, Jesse Hogan. I, I don't, well, yeah. Uh, yeah. If you, there is a problem obviously with, with what I've just said. So, then the, 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 something something surprised me actually over I was listening to Footy Phil on this week did you did you listen to it by any chance Not this week I haven't got down to his dulcet tones well I'm sick of and, listening um, to the fucking dog I don't care about the dog talk about football don't try and don't try and relate to me with your stupid dog stupid football no not, not interested yeah and he, and he um he made a comment that he thinks that they went to to most improved and and who he thought was most improved this year and I think I think they were kind of they they kind of ended up uh, or, or maybe maybe the question wasn't most improved maybe it was kind of biggest surprise or something like that and um and and I think they both ended up falling on mummy being you know mummy coming back from the dead essentially and and being a great ruckman you know that's a big surprise. I think you got yeah, he did. And then, but the second one he said was was which surprised me. It was like, oh, you know, how they carry him all works out had an amazing year. <laughs> and I was um and I was like, mate, he, he hasn't been able to buy a goal for the last four weeks. Actually, Bub, sorry, take it um, if not Jesse Hogan. So who's my number one full forward for the Giants? Matty Flynn. Mm. Yeah, I don't put, mind put, that. Put, hey, like massive he, target. He played, take him, um, plunk one. He's kind of mobile, he's lead out, hard to get around. He can't kick, but he's a great. He's, he's a he's a great he, mark. He's, he kick a mat, like he can kick a few, and it goes flat. Yeah. It went through. <laughs> I would say he's missed. He's no, I actually don't. Goals. I actually don't mind that because you, because the it makes the the opposition put a put a key defender on them. Yeah. You know, I, I quite like that. Like yeah. that is that that I think that's actually quite positive. Yeah. Anyway, so there you go. Football solved the mm. second time. But um yeah, I, I think that's yeah. an interesting I don't I do not agree with Phil Davis um about Harry Himmelberg. I don't I also think, think it was a mistake. Season. Yeah. I, I think it was a mistake playing Davis in the twos. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did he go all right the I twos? mean I think well they yeah, they did. They they smashed Aspley and Riccardi kicked eight. Yeah, we'll we'll get onto that the Riccardi zone. <laughs> yeah, okay. um, yeah, I mean, look, but um, we can't. So we we had a really really shit year last year up the year up the grand final, and maybe this is a rebuilding year where we're playing all the kids, but we're not finals material. If you lose, you can't you can't. Why can't we beat no. the shit teams? Look, I think it was Doctor Nang said we've got a really good when a team shit, we can go shit with them. 
we can really get to their shit. <laughs> I think that was really um, a really observant point. We play to the level who we're playing against, and we never kind of put the foot on the throat and win by a hundred, or what we what we rarely do. And when we do play scrappers, it's a scrapper game, and when we're scrappers too, you know, we can't hit we a target or anything. Like we that. can scrap against good teams, sure, scrap against good teams, but maybe we could just cut shit teams open. Maybe we should do that. I don't know. Let's try to do that like we did in the last quarter. But which brings me and what to about the weather? Freezing cold in Hobart. We're not good in cold. <laughs> well, yeah, actually, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, go camera. Which brings me to and like a point I want your response on, which on the thread you sort of mm. push back and get said, I've joined uh, the Stains, the Growler. I'm on Leon out. I'm sick of it. I'm just sick of it. No, I'm no, sick I... of not being able to trust a football team. I'm sick of them not having like the, the cojones to get it done when the things that when they should be done. And I'm really sick of us having 70,000% possession and having the ball in the forward nine and not having a Matt Flynn to kick it to as a target and then rebounding every single fucking team, rebounding to the three players that they've got open in the forward line and like Pagans, it's like the anti-Giants paddock. And then they kick goals because we've got 16 people in our forward half trying to pressure a goal through. I'm sick of that. Every single team does it to us, and I've had a gutful. I want to spew up. <laughs> this is almost as good as uh, Bartman's blow-up in round two, I think it was. It <laughs> happens every time, and particularly against not good teams. Uh, we, we get the ball into the forward line, and we don't have a real uh, real target to kick to, and we, and we stay in there, and then boom, out the back, goal. And then the team gets a sniff, and then suddenly we're 20 points down. Leon out. Bucks in. I'm um, I'm firmly of the view now that, yeah, I think they need a, a new voice, and I think Leon should go at the end of the year. So I'm, I'm, I'm in the camp. I'm, I'm, uh, this, wasn't, this wasn't you yesterday. Yesterday? No, no. I, no, 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 no. My, my view yesterday was... Let's I not... wouldn't put this game purely down to Leon because oh. I think the players didn't turn up. But I do, I actually, you know, so, so, which, which I think is completely true. You don't play like that for three quarters and you blame the coach. You know, that was shit outs for three quarters and decided to play in the fourth. Like, I don't think that's Leon, but, but it doesn't, it hasn't changed, you know, but I, I, I it's a new view is I do think Leon, it's time to go. Yeah, I, I do think that. I think it's just time for a fresh voice. For the players, I think he might. I'd love to see Clarko, and and, and you know, I, I and I would also, I know people say Sam Mitchell's too young, but I think he's had stints under Clarko, had stints under Adam Simpson, back under Clarko. Yeah, I would, I would like to see that, or even even Voss or so. You know, someone. I, I just, I think we need a change. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm about bucks. I reckon he's a I don't good want to th- coach. No, what, what? No, I, I think they he's a good people Melbourne. manager. I don't think he's Didn't a good they, coach. They just, hey, Collingwood <laughs> have been going if, shit, but they're going all right against good teams. And he's probably been undermined by the whole shit show behind the football department. He lost all his best players and the others have been in a fire sale. I actually, I, I like his new style when he got into the final in 2019, which obviously an undermanned sort of squad then. And... He's still obviously desperate to win a grand final because he hasn't won any. So you can't probably question how much he wants it. Good communicator. Still not, to, not young. 
not hasn't been coaching for a trillion years like Clarko has. Uh, and there's and there's stuff on the table. And you know, he's what also you've got a lot of really, really good footballers in the Giants. None of them are as good as Bucks. Right? So there's a little Toby's bit of that. Better. Hey. Except Toby. When sure, when Toby has to lose another <laughs> grand final and win a brown low. Um <laughs> Perhaps Toby, but I mean, yeah, I reckon. Yeah, um, look, um, I, yeah, I, I wouldn't say I'm out there calling in. for Bucks, but but it wouldn't be. Um, but I do think it's a change. I, I think we do need a change. Yeah, I'm. Um, I found it odd that they appointed him for for two years. Um, that surprised me last year after a very poor year. Um, but but I did hear, and I, and I don't know where I heard it, but it was essentially of the view that they kind of signed him for two years, but the second year was, was um, a little bit kind of flimsy in terms of you could make changes and it's not going to be too financially prohibitive to do so. Oh, okay. I can't remember I heard that, but, um, but that no, was well, of, You don't need to, mate. You don't ever reveal, yeah, your, pubs, no, no, you don't reveal your sources. Okay, true. As, as our man um, on the inside, it wouldn't be professional for you to go, oh, well, I heard it from, you know, I did so see... I, heard it from I did see. Bro- I I saw Braden Pruce in Woolies. Um, what was he looking like? The Braden. one that's been ripped off. Fuck, he's he's got some big quads. Holy shit, he's a big man. <laughs> I was like, fuck, Mal Michael would love those quads. He, and he, <laughs> he always. Oh man, he's a fucking big unit. Jesus. There, there, yeah. there are some of them going around. I reckon the big, the biggest man I've ever seen was the rugby league player Ian Roberts, who used to play oh, for. Yeah. My and, neck. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, you punched in Gary Jack's face. He, he played for South Sydney, I think, for a while and a couple of others and went to NIDA. But I, I was standing next to him. And for reasons I'm not going to go into, we were both in 1940s Bondi swimming costumes. And he had the biggest boobs I've ever seen on a person <laughs> ever. Like, I'm six foot one and he was. And like on the video, I look pretty, pretty big. He is so big. And just the bulk, but it wasn't flab bulk. It was weaponized yeah, yeah. muscle and presence. And I was like, far out. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And Bruce is taller than him, as I understand. And also is a leaguey as well, I think. How's his arm moving? Did he carry his shopping? What he, was the kale? He, is it all right? He kicks, he kicks like a leaguey. Very much so. Yeah, he, kicks, he kicks like Falau. <laughs> um, yeah. Look, we'll go. We're going to go back to the sting in the final two minutes, just to, so we've had the, that's an excellent controversy, by the way. So you know, obviously the unfortunately, but you know, football's football. The wave of momentum, Leon out is growing, and I've just jumped on board, and Bubs has been on board a little bit before me. The orange surfboard begins to shoot down the green tunnel of coaching mm. turnover. Um, that was a fucking metaphor. Um, the final two minutes. Daniel Lloyd, Matt Flynn, lead out, takes a great mark, full forward, handballs it to Daniel Lloyd, who's the, the Kaladi Vale bomber full forward, who kicks it mm. on the fly from 55 and gets it right through. Great. Out of the... F- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You little beauty. Uh, one minute, 17 to go. They're stupid. For some reason, they kick it out on the... They just had fun kicking it out on the full for whatever. North Melbourne decided that was their go-to, their go-to option. Center it in. Daniel Lloyd takes an uncontested mark 20 metres out. Obviously, I couldn't watch. I went and stood in the kitchen. Mm. No, I didn't. 
I stood in front of the television with my head between my legs. That's what I did. That was a much more sensible way of doing with it. Um, and he kicked it right through. We're even. Then the ball, with a minute to go, we get the clearance and Himmelberg can't get a handball away to just get it forward. I'm yelling at him to just kick a fucking point. No one listens to me. The ball goes back up towards North Melbourne. There's a bit more of a tussle. Then it comes along the sideline. It doesn't quite go out. There's a fiddling around. Josh Kelly, again, gets the key handball out and over the top and gets it clear. Dan Lloyd running about from 45, running outside curve towards the boundary. He's a right footer. He's running towards the right-hand boundary. He gets the handball from Hopper, I think, or someone. And you freeze it there. And he, he runs on and he takes a shot. Now, it took me six rewinds to decide what he should have done. And he had two options. He could have faked because Aaron Hall was going like a maniac to try and smother. He could have and faked. Finlayson was just there as well, wasn't he? He could have given the handball to Finlayson. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Finlayson, who'd had probably three touches all day, swung around yeah. onto his left, hooks it for a goal or a point, no worries. Mm. What would you have done? I would have panicked and snapped. My 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 goal kicking prowess was uh, <laughs> notorious. At Sydney, you would have done the you would have done the fake. Have you ever faked anyone in your life? Have you ever done the show in the candy? Uh, uh probably not. No. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I did it once, but it was a handball. Uh, it's probably in the guts, not necessarily in the in, <laughs> the, uh, in the forward thirty. Yeah. Um, God, he had two. He had uh, two. Solid look, I don't know. I, I I felt for Lloyd. I mean, he was pretty. He didn't do much all day, like you said. Like Bobby Hill and him were both. Bobby Hill, where the fuck? Not seen. Yeah. Um, and then, then he, he kind of got us back into the game, essentially. And then, yeah, look, I, you know, that, that was kind of one thing where, where we, where if we'd won that, fuck, that would be that would it's complete daylight robbery. <laughs> you know, I was like, saying steal, and I was I saying think, it wasn't a steal. But then I looked at the stats; it would have been a steal. It was, yeah, it was a steal. Like we didn't turn up, so we nearly won a game with only playing thirty minutes. Which is frustrating because it kind of talks on the, it talks about how good the team can be the pressure <laughs> when they went, decide to play. Went above two hundred and twenty for the entire third quarter. Uh, yeah. Like, just the clearances through the centre were so easy. Toby Green and Hopper were mm. just doing it freely. Um, yeah, poor Dan Lloyd. I mean, you know, that's footy, but he yeah, just had the two options. But when you rewind it, then you see that that Finlayson's out and he's by himself or. Uh, Aaron Hall's already launched and he couldn't stop himself to drag it back in. Um, if only he did a mummy, did a mummy in the square, shut, exactly. sold the candy, the panelbury. <laughs> a little bit, just had a bit of, just keep it cool. Um, should Toby Green stop? Uh, oh, Wigginson, Wigginso Cheekhag sent me a friend request on Facebook. Oh. And she's, I don't think she's the sort of person. I'll be accepting a request yeah. from. It looks like I'll delete. Um, Toby Green kicked one goal four. He's come off. He's kicked one goal five this year. I think he's also had a one goal seven. Should Toby Green kick more goals? Discuss. Yeah, obviously, yeah. Oh, I mean, good insight. But, but um, look, I, I we have a we, we our our midfields are good enough to to not have to throw Toby in there to spark them up. You know, look at Cal Ward, Hopper, Kelly, Tom Green. We, 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 he did have a bit of a quiet game, but our, our midfield is quick enough and good enough to 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 um, to beat North. You know, and that was kind of a frustrating yes. point. I mean, and and Toby's one of the best 
mids and forwards in the game. Like when he was a when he was a young pup, eighteen, he was getting forty possessions most games as a as you know, as a eighteen year old kid that the Giants didn't want for a period of time. You know, I think they tried to trade him for a period of time and then nobody actually wanted him. Right. But um yeah, yeah, Paul Roos said that um there's a comment that Paul Roos said when I think he was at the D's a few years ago that um Toby Green after his first or second year they they were trying to get trade him and every club said no we don't want him. <laughs> um oh, which was interesting, yeah. But um, look, I mean, Toby's a Toby's a gun, but yeah, I mean, if he, I don't know, it's tough with Toby. Like, I kind of, I um, I feel a little bit for the guys like Toby who who week in week out, you know, put their, you know, do everything right. You know, they their intensity's there, they're up and about, they they always do the right things. He's captain, you know, you know that he's working his ass off to do the right things. It's 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 more the the other the periphery guys that should be, you know should be doing more and they're not, you know, I don't, I don't know. I, I do struggle with Toby. Like when you have such a gun like him, it's you, you have to take the good with the bad, but you know, you're right. you know, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it would, it would be amazing if he was kick, kicking straight, but we've got, you know, we've got Toby green, the bit one of the, you know, the top three players in the league, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I'm mean, probably a bit soft marker when it comes to Toby. No, not complaining. I just think he should he should try and kick mm. more like I suppose a one goal four or seven, maybe four goals three, maybe just try that. See if that's a you should do that. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, look, we'll funny old game football. Um, North Melbourne danger game. Sparrow picked it a long way out, and <laughs> yeah. so it was proved it wasn't quite a danger game. Well, it was a danger game that we just escaped the danger, but we were nude. We escaped nude. We didn't escape with all our clothes or our weapons. We escaped nude. Do you, do you remember when we had that conversation with, um, or you, you, you and Coco did with the guys yes. from that other pod? Yes, I do. And I was a bit and bullish and the, in and, Yeah. <laughs> and the view was from those guys was that um, we'll finish between nine and 12, I think. Or maybe it wasn't that essentially like nine and 14. Like I, I sometimes think, are we? Fuck them. Like, I, I'm optimistic though, but like I, I still think we've got a pretty fucking good team. Like, I look, I'll refer you to my ladder. Predictor. It frustrates me. I refer you to yeah. my ladder projector. We end up <laughs> yeah. six. No worries. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, sorry, keep yeah. going, Bubs. I, I totally. Had, 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 you, totally had you predicted us? Had you predicted us to, to beat North? <laughs> I've had to do it. I've had to redo the ladder predictor in a meeting I was in this evening. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Takes us a little bit longer to get but, to six. Yeah, Richmond have some terrible I, losses as well, by the way. Really surprised beats. Ah, uh, good. I, I do find it interesting, though, that we, um, you know, like everyone in the squinters, we're, we're, we're kind of completely optimists. But, but like, I, 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 that's what I think. I mean, I still think we've got a pretty fucking good team. Like, I know we're playing a lot of kids. Um, but, fuck, when you've got, you know, Kelly, Lockie Whitfield, Toby Green, these guys are all... Incredible footballers, like I, uh, Tim Taranto, Jacob Hopper, yeah, yeah. Haynes, Haynes in the back, Haynes, Nick Haynes. You know, like we have enough talent to get the job done, but that's why you know. But we're not, and, and and I think that's what comes down for me is that where where I think we need we may need a, some fresh eyes, a fresh coach coming in is the fact that I, I still think we do have the talent. Like I, I don't think we are a nine to fourteen ladder team. Like, well, we weren't two years ago. I mean, we, we finished the season oh. six, but um, talk, let's talk about a periphery person. I want to discuss the Riccardi zone. 
which might be the zone mm. when you're way too good for the VFL but can't quite cut it in the AFL. Now, he, he yeah. came in last year and he kicked eight goals, I think, in four games. And I'm pretty sure it was three or four of the squinters, our, our colleagues on the thread, were saying, football, you know, football's completed. We've, we've, our forward line's fine. Get rid of Jeremy Cameron. We don't need him. He's not going to do any <laughs> good in got Ricardi. <laughs> Wherever he goes. Um, yeah, we got Riccardi. We are sorted. Hasn't quite. And I think there was at least there was one, and I'm not the oldest uh, voice in the Squinners pack. I think um, I'm younger than Sparrow by sort of eight or nine days, which just makes me feel no five days, which makes me feel excellent. But I was I was wise enough, wise enough and sage enough to say, look, I don't know if four games. Is a kid. I do remember that. You uh, career you, you, on. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't yeah. think the problem solved just yet. Um, and so it's, I have been proved once again right Riccardi hasn't done a hell of a lot when he's been picked although we have been playing him in the back line for probably what three three games yeah well that's I, know, I agree with you prior prior to that you know he wasn't breaking no no no, that, 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 no well he, yeah you're right that was when Hogan was back he wasn't he wasn't in front of Himmelberg or Finlayson no. um or Hill he, he went to the VFL Picked up 30, uh, 40 touches in the back line, came in, mm. played around, was all right, but wasn't great. Went back to the, and just came back from the VFL again with eight goals, four and 20 odd touches playing full forward or something like that. I mean, that's purely a confidence thing. You know, I, I, I think like, I think he's clearly got got it and, and can play at that level, but it's just having the you know. I guess when you're probably playing at that level, it's 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 making sure that the coach has confidence in you as well as you having confidence in your own ability. Like I think, I don't know who who would you play him in ahead of? Would you play him against Harry or Daniel Lloyd or forward line Bobby or? Well, hmm. see, that's the thing. I mean, when he has so to date, when he's been given opportunities, he hasn't demanded he be picked again. So I'm not, I'm not demanding his mm. selection. I'm concerned that he's too good for the VFL and not quite yet good enough for the AFL. And might well be yet. You take a while. He's only been, what, 12 or 16 games into his career. It took Tom, what's his face? Tom Hawkins, I was reading him up when I was sort of getting angry about Jeremy yeah, Cameron. It, yeah. took, it him took him two a or couple three of years. It really did. Yeah, and he was it a did. jet. And it, took, and, it took Jonathan, you know, and it took Jonathan Brown two, two or three seasons as well to kind of get to the pace of it. The only so person who, who it didn't take to get going was Jesse Hogan. He came into the forwards, got the rising yeah, stars yeah. a full forward, kicked 50 goals, 50 goals, and then started getting injured. But, um, and, yeah, yeah. and cancer in his left nut. I suppose that'll take the edge off it. Mm. But I, um, I, I um, no, no, I, I still, I still have high hopes for Riccardi. I think he'll, he hasn't quite fight, found his slot, but I think he will. I and I, um, yeah, look, yeah, I, I think, I think it'll be fine. I mean, I don't think there'll be clubs knocking, you know, slamming down the door trying to trying to recruit him next year. I, I think he'll be. Well, he was a pickup from the um, from Werribee or something. Anyway, actually, he was from in the, the VFL. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, no, I think he's all right. So I've got three more questions. That I'd like you to enlighten mm. me on. And this one is actually, this is probably, you've already really answered that because I've written down here, I must have been a bit grumpy. I've written the finals, question mark, question mark, question mark, gone, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. But judging from your optimism, what do you think, you know, my ladder predictor, what do you reckon? After what we, we, we just didn't beat the worst team in the comp. Well, 
we get Perryman back next week. The, no, sorry, no. this coming week. Yep. And then yep. we get in three weeks. So this week we're playing Carlton. So, fuck. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's the thing. I mean, yeah, I don't yeah. want to. I don't want to even go there. <laughs> I, I, I once when we were going to beat Carlton, we were going to beat them senseless, and we I watched, I watched them beat us by two points at um, Marvel Stadium, and it was a terror. I was just like, <laughs> was, that Liam dude. Liam uh, took all the marks in the world in the back line. The, the backman, yeah. So I don't know. Like, <laughs> funnily enough, we tend to bounce back reasonably. We always have these. Moments within every season where we completely capitulate against the worst. Find team. the biggest gun and, we can, and, and, put it in the middle. And, and, oh. yeah, and funnily enough, we, we also capitulate in that year we made the grand final. We, we you know, we, we actually had a massive capitulation that year as well. I think we, oh. I can't remember who we lost to, but we had some shots in, in the there. snow. Yeah. Ah, oh, that one was, yeah, that's certainly one of them. But so we've got, so I, was, I had a look at it. So we've got Perriman coming back in a, um, this week, and then we've got in two weeks' time, so after Carlton. We've got Daniels, Canelio, and Hogan that are all available. Um, okay. Which are three significant in. So we, I think we play Carlton. Hawthorne. Who, who have we got after? Is it Hawthorne, is it? I think it's Hawthorne. We, we play Melbourne again. We do. At some stage. Sure. I mean, weeks. yeah, we're only halfway through the season. So you could probably throw a go and say, you know, we're probably a few teams. We play Richmond again. And we play Sydney. <laughs> we do. But it is well, we do. So we, but we, um, so we, we are getting some serious players back. Um, so look, I'm optimistic, but <laughs> fuck. <sighs> yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's, um, if we don't beat Carlton, they're going to hear from my lawyers. Yeah. That would be diabolic if they don't. That, that's a, that, that, well, that's a beanstalk. Supporting though. a team like St Kilda, we've had 130 odd years of this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a long time. It's we've only had, <laughs> we, we, we've just had 10 years. We've had 10 years of this. Um, yeah, so. Look, I, I, I think, well, I think we, we will scrape into finals. And. And you, you always you, you always kind of hold up the fairy tale hope of what the dogs did a few years yep. ago where they finished Made seventh it, yeah. and eighth and they that had that momentum. I mean, one of the other what big positives out of this life. week. Yeah, one of the other positives that came out of this week was we didn't have an injury. Fuck, like yeah, right. every game we've had, like we've had at least Someone's broken. a couple of key guys go down, you know, broken down. So um, we do get some. Perryman's a really good. He's a really good fill out. He's a really good player. Um, and then in two weeks' time, you know, if we do beat Carlton, hopefully, then um, we, we, you know, I, I, I think Hogan will come straight back in. I don't know about Cogs, and um, I think Cogs probably will the captain. Um, and then Stormy Daniels against Hawthorne. I mean, you know, God, Hogan's I hope his cards are okay. Anyway, um, all right, yeah. Look, I logically, on balance, we should get into the finals. I think the two-point thing makes it really interesting when you sort of play around the ladders. Like, it's either we just keep – we're just short or it puts yeah, us like yeah, a yeah. bump ahead. If you win two games in a row, then suddenly we're um, with it's like 10 percentage. points ahead, I mean, we, we, not eight points ahead. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like – We have terrible percentage, percentage anyway. So we – it's kind of – it's almost like a percentage. Just, a, just I just view it as kind of a percentage boost, essentially. Yeah. 
Well, and here, yeah, look at us, look at you, who we can win, who we can beat, have we not beaten the worst team in the comp? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, we'll move on. We'll beat all the, <laughs> yeah. we'll beat all the teams better than that. It's not a pretty easy run. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, Melbourne, yeah, fine. We smashed this one the first time. Speaking of people to come back in, Sam Taylor, he's still a few weeks away. Yeah, he's quite a few, I think. I was sitting with Marty and we were looking on the TV and and we're just beginning to watch Josh Kelly start to put on his footballing clinic. Two goals, 39 touches. He was involved in everything that was good that the Giants did. And this is the start of the sort of second quarter. I was going, oh, look, mate, you know, if he goes, it frees up salary cap room and we've got to keep Sam Taylor. We throw it at Sam Taylor. We... And it's fine with Josh. We've got a lot of midfielders. Like you said, we've got a lot of midfielders. And then mm. 39 touches and two goals later. Um, I thought I'd ask Bubs. What do you think, Bubs? And is he leaving? Because apparently there was chat about that. I didn't, I didn't, no one was no one was talking to me about it. Um, no one gave me a call in camera and said, Hey, have you heard the news? Josh Kelly's going. But it was weird. But everyone else had heard it. Uh, what's the news? And should we keep him? Where? Well, if Have you we walked past his lost... house recently. Have you seen him down the street in Balmain? I haven't, but I don't Ooh. know where he's living. I, I think he, I think he's moved east with Tobe. You know, um, with his girlfriend's from. Um, she's she's a Sydney gal. Okay. Well, um, yeah. but I th- I think we um, fuck. I don't mind. I yeah. Fuck. I hope he stays. And I don't. You know, if he stays, that's that's a massive win for us. I mean. If we hadn't have lost Jezza and Zach Williams last year, you know, we would have been super. I don't know how we would have fit him in, um, but the fact we lost Jezza and Zach last year, among others, it means that we should be much better placed in terms of our salary cap than than what we were last year. So, fuck, if he if he agrees to sign on, and he's and he's and he's obviously got a big ticket. It's what nine hundred grand a year or something for for. Yeah. A long period of time, but this is the first year in probably three years. Even even since our 20, even our year, even our year when we when we made the grand final, he he was he's still having problem with his groins. Like he still wasn't great. Yeah, like he made all Australian. I think the pride was it the prior year or maybe think, two years prior. I think it was all Australian in twenty seventeen. Yeah, so he's. Oh look, I I I love that he's playing well. Like. Fuck, I'd, I'd, I really hope he stays. Yeah. I mean, it's not the end of the world if he doesn't, but fuck, if, you know, I, the, the deal that they have with him, you know, I'd love for, to see him stay. Because he's, if he hadn't have turned it around this this season, I would have said, oh, fuck, yeah. I wouldn't have, yeah. I would have been a bit, you know, just, you know, not, not that worried. He, he, he's pretty fucking critical now for, yeah. for what we've got going on. Only 26. And, and I, think, I think, I don't think Sam Taylor's, the sort of guy that in, I think he's signed up until the end of 22. I don't think he's the sort of, like, I don't think he's the sort of guy that just goes, oh yeah, I'm going to go make, I'm going to go make the big bucks. Like he, he just, but he I think, I think Sam Perth or something. Like if you're, ah, if you're yeah. Perth or Western, well, Frio or Western Australia, you're going, mate, come back to your mates, come and have a look at what we can do for you. He is such a jet. No, he's not going anywhere. I have no problem with it. I, I, I honestly don't think Sam Taylor's not going anywhere. Yeah, like I don't know, some guys you play, some guys you play footy with, and you, you, you kind of, it's like Toby as just, well. Like I'm Toby's just, kissing, just not going anywhere. Look, <laughs> just kissing the microphone. That's I don't think so. he's year. not going. He, he's not going. He's not going anywhere. It's you know, I have, I have no doubt that he's yeah, he's going to stick around. But you haven't heard anything 
no one's mentioned on, you. On Kelly? On Kelly. Well, the funny thing about Kelly and Melbourne teams at the moment who, who they always talk about, you know, who's going to get Kelly is, is a lot of the, a lot of the Melbourne teams are actually fucking full to the brim of very expensive giants players that a lot of them haven't actually lived up to what they were doing at the Giants. So Zach Williams, like fucking everyone loves Zach Williams at the Giants. I've got a very good Carlton friend of mine who's fucking pulling his hair out because Zach Williams is sort of not He's doing what we, you know, and, and, and that was after I, I messaged him and I was like, uh, the bigger loss for us this year is I think Zach Williams over Jeremy Cameron. That was that's, <laughs> like, oh. like I, I, I really rate, like Zach, I really rate Zach Williams. Um, but yeah. So look, I think Carl, Carlton don't have any salary cap fucking, you know, they've, they've been paying overs for everyone. Um, St. Kilda don't have any, any, any cap ability. Carl, uh, Collingwood don't, they just lost whoever they, you know, the guy. Yeah, went there's to the more Dodgers. to come apparently. Yeah, so look, I I, it, I don't think people are going to be knock you know knocking down the door ready to pay big bucks for them thinking that they're they're in the window of making finals. Yeah, I reckon. Well, yeah, but whether or not yeah, it's, do you say look, we're going to build the club around you, Hawthorne or North Melbourne? North Melbourne, your dad played here. We are going to build this club around you. You can be captain. It's your club. You take over from what's his face, Hawthorne. Clarko's hanging around. You play with Amira and Tom. What's his face? Will give you the ball all the no, time. But it, they're trading Tom Mitchell. They, they, they. You know, he came out in the media um, last week and said, oh, "I, I want to go to a team that's going to play finals basically next year." Whoa. So oh, I missed that. I'm you open come back to, to the trade. Giants. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we really need a, a, an inside ball winning midfielder. Another midfielder. Yeah. Actually, and sorry. And now this is something that we missed. This is probably can be the the last the last topic um, we've got work tomorrow. Uh, the dude who the Giants picked up in the mid-season draft was an a outside Pete midfielder. Pete, Pete Lee, I think. Yeah, which is I'm yeah, really, he, really. He, I, I, was, I was a bit shitty about that because we don't need outside midfielders. We need a tall timber in the back line, which is what you use the mid-season draft for. I was a, you get a quick fix to some to do the fix the thing, and we didn't have any backmen, and we're probably a forward or two short. And we pick up an outside but, but, running midfielder. Apparently, he's a Western. I don't know, but yeah, but do we have? I disagree with we don't have any backmen. We've got Connor Iden, who's above one eight one ninety. We've got Jack Buckley above one ninety. Phil Davis, and then obviously, obviously, we've got Ash and Cummins who all, all play in that kind of backline period. I, I like. I, I don't mind us investing in kids. I mean, I think Pete Lee. I think his name is Pete Lee. You've seen him play, Pete haven't Lee. you? He was he was killing. I it. have. Yeah, he's he's absolute guy. like he was a guy that I thought we we would have picked up two years ago when he was playing for the Giants in the in the Neefall and he was every week he was in the best players. And it oh. kind of surprised me at the time we, we like didn't Shipley. actually pick him up. Nick Shipley, another yeah, Western Sh- Sydney boy. But, he never quite cracks it. Yeah, but Shipley he's he gets a ton of possessions, but his kicking is has kind of let him down. So oh. uh, a few games that I've seen Shipley play, like the reason that Shipley doesn't quite get games that I've seen is just he turns the ball over a lot. And so that's that's kind of why he sort of hasn't quite cracked it. But I think this this kid's, this this other kid's actually pretty, uh, he, he can actually play like that halfback role or the half forward role or the wing role. 
I actually don't. I actually didn't mind it when I saw it. I thought it was good to, you know, get get a kid in. Well, I mean, you, you said as much in the thread and you talked me down. I just wanted to see if you could articulate it any better, and you have, which I'm not surprised by, but um, I'll, I will give him uh, the time of day. No, I'll give him, I'll let him try, whatever. You know, I suppose the give Giants. Give him a chance. Give it. Him I'll give him a chance. The Giants won't necessarily look to me whether or not, but uh, good luck to him. Uh, he, he could join Matt Flynn full forward as another Western Sydney Giants supporter actually playing mm. for the Giants. And and Would Cummins you, as well. He's a, he's a Western Sydney boy, isn't he? Oh, well, no, yeah. he was, was he Western Sydney? No, he's a Sydney Swans. Stark. Matt Cummins is a Blacktown boy, but he supports the Swans. Yeah. No, 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 no. Our back pocket, not Pat Cummings. Oh, Isaac Cummins. Cummins. Yeah. Cummings. I think you Cummings. finished the verb. Cum- so, yeah, it's <laughs> a, it's a. The, the verb that we're talking about is it's more of a doing <laughs> halfway right, through. Okay. It's all right. It's a, it's, a, it's a doing word, is it? I haven't finished. <laughs> Isaac coming. Um, Still going. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Right up, mate. Uh, is he? Is he from Sydney? No. I'm pretty sure he is. Yes. I'm just going to have to from... check that. Talk amongst yourself. Yeah, that, that's, yeah. that's huge if true. No. Um... He's from Broken Hill. Ah, oh, Broken Hill. Ah, oh, Broken Hill, yeah. I'm like, what's his face? Big Tex, who went the other way. Big Tex. Yeah, yeah, they were the, um, they were mates. What a legend. Played his football mm. for North Broken Hill. Uh, fair play. He's playing all right, too. He's, he's, he's beginning yeah, he to sort of get his shit together. I thought the sanitizer had a bit of a quiet game. Yes. Yes, he'd have forgotten, I've forgotten what Dr. Nang's called his, um, what, what is the best sanitizer? with the, the cleanest hands in football, but I'll have to go back and remember it and then we'll put it around a bit. Interestingly, just a shout out, uh, just a words up for, and I'm sure that the GWS Giants, as they do listen to this podcast weekly, Isaac Cumming needs his uh, Wikipedia profile updated quickly. In March 2018, Cumming recommitted to GWS until 2020. Playing career, years 2017 to present, Club GWS, games nine, goal zero. Uh, let's, let's try and get into that. Giants. Anyway, it's just a little bit of admin. Mate, um, I've asked you all the questions. Do you have any questions for me? Are we going to make finals? Uh, yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, no. No, we're not going to make finals. But I don't see now I say, interestingly, this is a real tipping point. I don't know whether it's saying yes and I'm being over because logically we definitely can and also we logically we really shouldn't because like we're, we're battling with GW, with richmond and west coast for the seventh and eighth spots you know mm, sydney could fall off a cliff richmond and west coast are decent they're good teams Very um, good teams and to, to be battling those and now we're six points down we're not four points down so mm, it's, it's going to be a slog it's beginning to slip out of our hands you can win lots of games but winning all the games get really only gets us up to six assuming that other teams mm. win a few and lose a few. So I, I actually think it's probably 60-40 against at this point. More like more yep. not more likely not than we should, but um, I think we're capable but unlikely at this stage. Yep. So that's, yeah, that's a no. But when I go back to my predictor, which I spent much time predicting <laughs> earlier this evening, we definitely did and finished sixth with daylight. 
behind us. So, you know, hold on to that fucking straw. Every I will, I will. I need that. Fuck. We um we should get our friend Text of the pod. Weekly uh, updates, mate. I'll just screenshot where we're up to. We we should get our the friend of the pod uh, Memphis on next week for uh, the Carlton get post Carlton game. Well, actually, perfectly. Um, this is the thing. I'm just going to spread this out. I'll, Dr. Nangs has suggested having a few people over at his place to do a live oh. pod because I'll be up in Sydney playing old boys Sydney Uni football. Oh, and um, really? the Carlton game's on in the evening, and then we could all go and do a pod. Ah, oh, fuck. So do I get an invite? <laughs> hey? Do I get an invite to that? Well, I mean, <laughs> I was just sort of seeing if anyone's interested. I'd probably, I'll put it on the thread. But yes, I imagine you would, mate. You'd be probably the first person. Um, and then we can we can oh, members into the conversation. Because that whole Carlton... That's a, it's, it's a we wouldn't idea. be talking to our audience, but that whole Carlton thing would be really interesting to hear what friggin' hellhole of fear and anger that they're going down through at the moment. Another review. Or we could, or, or we could just go to the game. Is that it? Spoilers. <laughs> let's, let's take this offline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's do that. Um, we'll talk later in the week. Uh, any more for any more? No, that's it. All right. Somber. It's always a tough. It's always a tough pod. This one. Not after, an angry pod. After... Not a happy pod. No, we've tried to, you know, tried to get some positives out there, but we've covered issues. But my God, what a man! Yeah, we have. Yeah. Oh, never surrender, bubs. Never surrender. Take it away, Cogs. Hardest working player, maybe Caniglio. It might just be an oversight, but here's a chance to get it right. It's Caniglio. And Caniglio said uh, 13.
Stephen Kinnealio for another.